up to another good, good morning, time to go. Welcome back to the 3x5 Life podcast. We talk about one thought in three to five minutes. Last week we spoke about... We talked about movement. So if you tuned in last week, we I kind of deep took a deep dive into what movement looks like, sounds like, and feels like for me. Um, I had challenged you to kind of think about movement in three different ways and maybe try something out, a little experiment this this week or past week. Yeah. Um, one of those was to look at movement from an Ayurvedic principle of moving your body as soon as you wake up to help cleanse and and get rid of that sticky stuff in our channels of our respiratory system and our circulatory system. And then the other one was to find a type of movement that brings you joy, um, that is fun and lets you be playful and creative. Um, And then the third one was to look at movement from the format of like the blue zone. So finding ways to create natural movement in your schedule every single day. Um, it doesn't matter how long or what that looks like, but just creating something that moves your body. Um, so hopefully you were able to tap into either one, two or three of those. We'd love to hear about it in the Facebook community or just reach out to us. But this week we are moving on to Brian's form of movement, which definitely, um, is also a journey. It's been a journey (laughs) and it looks a lot different than my form of movement. And again, and I don't mean to go too much in Ayurveda, but I'm very, I'm a Vata and, and Bryce Pitta. So he has a lot of fire energy that needs to be used in a different way yes. than I do. And so um, his natural form of, of movement fits very nicely with that Ayurvedic dosha. <laughs> I like to suffer. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I use movement really for a few things. I use it for stress release. Uh, release. Uh, I use it for solitude and uh, use it to build the grip muscle. And that's what really drives me into movement. Most of my movement is running. I'm an avid runner. Uh, I still sprinkle in doing some Peloton, some HIIT workouts, but I need some type of movement every day. I say my number one self-care habit is sleep, getting good sleep, Mm -hmm. but number two and a very close number two is some type of movement. And if I don't move, I feel it. I feel irritable. I feel agitated. Uh, Jesse knows when I haven't really worked out, if I'm being honest. So I have a lot going on with, with businesses. So it's a huge stress release to get out there. And it just keeps my state of mind like a clear state of mind. But also the solitude has just been massive. Over the last six years, I've been training for ultra marathons, so I spent many, many hours in the woods. And I, you may have heard me speak about this before, but I used to feel guilty when I'd go on two, three-hour runs on, let's say, a Thursday afternoon starting at three o'clock when I could be working, making calls, doing whatnot. Uh, but I found over time that that's when I was solving the problems. I was solving the problems of the day. I was solving the the, the different work issues, home issues, whatever it was. And now it's a, it's a joke at, at my business where you know my colleague will say, hey, go for a run and come back with an answer because it just gives me that thinking time. So it's become invaluable from that perspective for me. Um, and then also building the grip muscle. So if it wasn't for movement and if it wasn't for ultra marathon running, three by five life would probably not exist. Uh, I've spoken about this a bunch in the past about you know neuroscientists 
discovering how it, when you start a task and you finish it to completion, it's actually connecting wires in your brain. And as you do more and more things and harder things to completion, those wires get stronger and bigger, and then you can run bigger goals over those. Uh, so that's what ultra marathon running and and movement has done for me. It's given me this belief system internally that, hey, when I start something, I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. And it's building the grit muscle through that, you know, suffering through a hundred mile race or a 50 mile race that allows me to have the belief system to accomplish things in my work life, in my home life, uh, in relationships. It just gives me this, this edge. So that's how impactful movement has been been for me, which looks completely different to Jesse. And, th- and that's okay. We got to figure out our why behind what we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, with, with ev- anything in life and especially with, in movement, because it's obviously it's helps with our longevity mm-hmm. in life. So that's kind of my take on it. It's something that I like to do every day. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say too, like you, you failed to mention, I mean, I guess you did a little bit, but it's not about I don't think it is the race itself that he's training for like his training schedule. He's so great at being consistent and like hitting those goals. I mean, he has it planned out and and he's waking up early and he's doing everything he can to prioritize our family and try to like fit in his workouts in between that. But talking about how people ebb and flow with exercise, I'm very like, I'm all over the place. Like sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I really want to, you know, start Pilates and then I'm going to do Peloton and then I'm going to, and you know, Mm -hmm. some weeks I'm like every single day I'm doing my yoga and I feel great. And then I I kind of like ebb and flow with it, which is okay. And like giving yourself grace and permission for that to happen in your life. But Bri's superpower, and I've talked about this before is his consistency. Like he wakes up every morning at the same time. He does it, you know, his, his runs in the morning before the kids even wake up. And that training, those building blocks that get you to that overall race yeah. is is something that's pretty impressive. And for our family, it's been interesting and, and really cool, actually. We're his crew. So there's been multiple races where I have, you know, a kid on my back and Hallie <laughs> holding my hand and we're bringing him his fuel and his nutrition. And I think that an unexpected benefit of you embracing this type of movement has been the impact on our family and just like being able to celebrate with him and seeing him at his achievements. And I think our kids see his yeah. grit and his determination and how hard he works and you know one of our, our family values is that McFarland's do hard things and what a beautiful representation mm-hmm. of that to see their dad every day putting in the work to do these like big accomplishments so yeah and that's so well said because it's not about the race it's mm-hmm. not like I've had some very like uh, very successful races mm-hmm. in the past uh and but it's the it's not the goal it's not the end achievement it's the person you become along the way mm-hmm. you know it's the what do I need to do today? Who do I need to show up today to be an ultra marathon runner or whatever you want to do? Uh, what do I need to do today? Because then once the goal is accomplished, it's okay. It's what's next, but it's who you become along that journey, which defines our life. Mm-hmm. So uh, that has that's why I think movement has been such a game changer because it's, it's changed me as a person. Yeah. Maybe you should tell them what you're training for right now. I'm training. <laughs> Jesse is uh, super pumped about this race. <laughs> no, we're good. We got it. You gave me a warning. He's like, the next 90 days, we're, we're on. So we're yeah. in it together. I'm, yes. I'm the cheerleader at this point. But Yeah, I'm training for what's called the Trans Rockies. It's a six-day stage race across the Colorado Rockies. Uh, so every day is a different distance. The total distance is about 120 miles and I think around 20,000 feet of elevation gain. So you camp out at night, then you wake up the next morning, run the next leg of the race. Uh, 
Uh, so it should be uh, it should be an interesting journey for sure. I'm looking forward to it. And because talking about suffering, like the other day, because of the elevation, we live in Pennsylvania, and obviously the elevation is not the same as what it's going to be in the Rockies. So the other day, he did like how many miles of it of hill repeats? It was insane. Lot, lots of miles of hill repeats. And just came the whole home time. was still like had a smile on his face. Like I'm pretty sure that if I were doing hill repeats, it was like four hours or something crazy. I'm pretty sure I would not be coming home with a smile on my face. So just gives you a little snapshot of like he really does find joy in the suffering process because he knows it's like helping him get better and become better. And again, not my cup of tea, but I can appreciate and honor that that's his journey. And, you know, just reinforces that you need to, to zoom out, to find out what, what is your movement? What, what does bring you joy? Yeah. And so the takeaway would be, what's your why? So is your why for stress release? Is your why for uh, creating solitude or better self-talk. I mean, we always talk about self-talk and how important it is. And when you get in a workout, your self-talk is elevated. So Mm -hmm. finding your why behind the movement is so imperative. So um, have that as your takeaway this week, combined with what Jesse said last week. uh, And hopefully uh, you gain some benefit out of that. Absolutely. Have a great week. Enjoy your week. Take care. Hello world, wake me up to another good, good morning. Time to go.